All right, what's up, everybody? This is Shay with Two Shay Podcast, and today I'm super excited because I have my very best friend since seventh grade, seventh eighth grade. Yes. So this is Kim, and she is she has one son who is seven. Yep, and has been in a relationship with the dad for going on twelve. 14 years? A long fucking Something time. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Very long. Okay. Um, okay. So today we are going to be talking about parenting. I know I have not talked a whole lot about that yet, obviously, with the two uh, recordings we've done so far. But obviously, I, I have a 13-year-old. I'm going to call her Minnie Shay um, or just my daughter or my Hellion, whatever, <laughs> whatever whatever term I decide to. Depending on the story we're telling. Right, <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just kidding. She's my angel um, most of the time. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so being a mom is, is something that is really important to me. Obviously, she's 13, which is obviously, as most people know, not the easiest age tough times yeah I know that we were not the most pleasant at 13 <laughs> not with our parents anyways <laughs> I think we were good with each other right but we thought our... we were cool as everything I know <laughs> I know when we look back now I'm like god I really did think I was just so cool oh and I so was not so embarrassing <laughs> it's so funny though it's funny because like I watch her and her friends and the way that they'll act and I'm just like oh my god that is so us I remember those days yeah yeah yeah. so it's um yeah all right so anyway so today we're going to be talking about parenting styles so when I talked to Kim about what we would talk about and she said you know I think it's funny that you know your mom and dad were so permissive and now you're strict as opposed to your mom and dad were really strict and now you're super permissive. So right. it's almost like we've both done the opposite of what our parents have done. Right. Which is, um, okay, so I will explain the reason that I am different is because, like, I'll, and I'll never forget this. I took a developmental psychology class and I was still pretty young. I mean, this was pretty early on in my uh, college career. I never did graduate with a four-year degree, but I did take a lot of psychology classes. So I'll never forget in developmental psychology. And they talked about like, it's important to be in between. Like if you're super, super strict, your kid will rebel. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, but if you're super, super permissive, then your kid never really develops any kind of good healthy habits. Boundaries. Work, right. Boundaries, work ethic. A lot of that stuff can be affected if you're super permissive. And then, so I learned in developmental psychology that it's good. You have to set rules and boundaries, but you also have to give love, you know, be affectionate right? as well and not use punishment as like a, a punishment, but as a discipline. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? You know, not different. like a, uh, you're right. Right. Not like a mean, like, you suck type of thing. Right, exactly. Right. right. Yeah, you did something bad and now but you have obviously when your kid screws up, you've got to at least talk to them. Right, about do it something. Whatever your <laughs> right. parenting whatever. style dictates. Right, that right. Is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um as I was looking into this last night, I came across all kinds of weird little names like penguin and snowplow and <laughs> umbrella and all these other different types. But the four most, this is research that's been done for years. And I guess this came out in the sixties, the four types of parenting, the authoritarian, authoritative, the permissive. And then in the eighties, they added uninvolved. 
So I'm just really quickly going to describe what exactly that means. So authoritarian are um, like when you when you feel like a kid should be seen and not heard. Uh, when it's like, you know, it's my way or the highway. Like your rules are your rules. Right. Or else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they punish severely more than an author than the rest. Um, so let's, and they don't take feelings into consideration. That's a big one. Okay. So then you've got authoritative, which is putting effort and creating and maintaining a positive relationship. Um, explain reasons for your rules. You set limits and enforce rules and give consequences, but you also consider their feelings and it's not like, you know, just a hundred percent, you do this, you're going to pay you know don't ask why right yeah and so then we've got permissive that's the next one and that's you where you set rules but you rarely enforce you don't give consequences often you feel your child will learn best with little interference and then the fourth one that they add in the 80s is uninvolved so it's like you don't ask your kid about their school their homework you rarely know where your kid is you don't spend much time with your child so those are the four main types Now, I've also written some of the potential outcomes that can come from these four different styles. Interesting. So, um, and this is, like I said, this is years of research, psychology-driven stuff, which I have always been really into psychology. I think it's very interesting, the way that our brains work and why we do certain things and just very interesting subjects Things when it comes to things make a lot psych- more sense when you understand absolutely those absolutely paths. yeah absolutely and i feel like to be to know like human behavior is i mean it's it's a good thing to know and it's it's just a good background to have absolutely. to kind of understand life and cuz i mean that's a big part of life is how we deal with other people and why we do certain things and why we don't do other things right. so so, basically, for a t- authoritarian, um, they will have high risk for self-esteem issues. They often grow up to be good liars uh, to avoid punishment, and they might feel anger towards their parents or themselves because they didn't live up to parental expectations. It says authoritative, which is the kind that everyone should probably strive to be because um, this has the least repercussions, I guess, uh, the most positive outcome has come from the authoritative style. And so you put time and energy into preventing behaviors um, before they start. Then you use positive discipline to reinforce. Mm-hmm. Um, and then praise and reward system. And these are most likely adults will be comfortable in society, self-advocating, expressing opinions and feelings, and they tend to become happy, successful adults. That's what research said. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't be... And and there's another thing that it said last night was that you can have traits from the different styles. Absolutely. So not every parent is all one or all right. the other. That's what I'm, I'm looking at. I'm written down. I'm going, I teeter right between here. Right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you definitely can have aspects from the different types. Correct. So the permissive, sometimes it'll, you know, they're, you're forgiving, your kids will be kids kind of attitude. Um, and then when they do use content, uh, consequences, they may not stick to them. And they tend to give in if the child begs. <laughs> um, and you usually take a friend role as opposed to a parental role. Um, so, you know, 
in this one, it says kids are probably in this with permissive parents, then they might struggle academically. Uh, they might exhibit more behavior problems. They don't appreciate authority and roles. And sometimes they said low self-esteem with several of these yeah. um, reporting of sadness, high risk for health problems like obesity, um, because, you know, permissive parents might not promote regular exercise or healthy sleep or healthy food habits. And so and you might be more likely to have cavities because, you know, they don't they're not having brush their teeth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you've got your uninvolved parent. And this is the parent that has little knowledge of where the child is and what they're doing. A uh, few roles in the house, a uh, few rules in the house. And then children tend to raise themselves. Uninvolved parents may be neglectful, not always intentional necessarily. So it says that maybe, you know, with mental health problems or substance abuse, um, lack of knowledge about child development. Um, and you, you know, these parents might believe that the child will do better without their oversight. Um, sometimes parent is overwhelmed with other problems like work, paying bills and managing the house. So these are kind of, you know, your parents that just really are not, um, involved at all. And so basically they will struggle with self-esteem, tend to perform poorly in school, exhibit frequent behavior problems and they rank very low in happiness. So those are your four different types. Now, I know personally I came from a very permissive house. And right. you know you were around a lot. Um, my parents did not. I mean, our house was a mess. And I love my mom. I'm, this is no judgment to my mom. My mom was on my first episode. I love her dearly. And this is absolutely no judgment. She did the best she could. But um, our house was messy. We didn't have a curfew. We, we kind of did what we wanted. We did what we wanted. <laughs> we, you know, um, yeah. I mean, now they, I mean, they weren't just like, you know, go do this, you know, smoke, drink, whatever. Right. They weren't that permissive. They weren't like uninvolved parents, but they were very, very high on the permissive right. scale. So, like, they, yeah, I mean, they, I did get... They're I, an interesting mix. They, they yeah. really are. It, yeah. it was like they yeah. they had to have known a lot of the stuff that went on, as well as my strict parents had to have. But yeah. your parents had a good mix of, I guess, knowing where to draw the line. Yeah. Kind of. Like, I remember when I got sense. caught smoking cigarettes mm-hmm. the first time. That's and the first thing that jumped in my head. Like, my mom, like, was like, you're going to quit. Like, I, you you can't do dance anymore. And when she said I couldn't dance anymore, like, dance was my life back then. I danced my whole life. Yeah. And tap, ballet, jazz, all that. So, when she threatened me with that, I was, <gasps> like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so, and then I remember the time we got drunk. And I don't even, th- I don't, were you there that time with Sarah out behind the pine trees? We were yes. like drinking whiskey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember being behind the pine trees we several were, times. Well, yeah. But I'm I not sure if I was there that okay, time or okay, not. Okay, okay, Well, there was one time that my parents caught, I think it might have been me. Well, I'm not going to use the names, but anyways, right. a few of other of our friends and we were drinking Maker's Mark. <laughs> and uh, Sarah, who is now unfortunately deceased, she um, <laughs> she got way blitzed and like ended up going into the bathroom, which I don't know why I thought letting her go to the bathroom at that point would be a good idea. <laughs> but of course, several minutes later, my mom just comes out screaming like, 
your friend is there drunk off her ass. I mean, I was like, oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) And I remember getting in trouble, but not, like, getting, like, grounded for a year or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, anyways. So, yeah. So, they were, I mean, they were, they had their things where they were, like, you know, no. But at the same time, like... I mean, I got away with a lot. Right. We got, a, we got away with a whole <laughs> lot because you were with me a lot of the times. Um, so, like, they were definitely on the higher end of permissive. And then your parents, go ahead and describe your parents. So, good parents. Loving parents, for sure. Yeah. But very... I wouldn't even really say strict was the word. I would say overprotective. My mom was very, very overprotective, and, you know, she would always... I was one of the last of our friends to drive, mm-hmm. and she probably told you this when you picked me up, you know, put your seatbelts on, you got my precious cargo. Yeah, you know, she was that mom. Well, luckily um, for you, I'm the same about seatbelts. Right, I am, happened. too. I am, too. For so, I was like, right. what's the big deal? Right. I mean, but yeah, it, it's, you know... Yeah, we've lost and, quite a few friends in Right, and in I have had one save now, my so. life, so... Right, yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, you know, I'd get caught smoking and I was the one that was grounded for three months. You know, you're not going anywhere. You're not talking on the phone. You're not, you know, so it was the complete opposite where, and like when you were listening to the parenting styles, I just learned to sneak around a lot more Mm -hmm. rather than behaving better. Rather than being honest or trying to, yeah. You know, and I don't know what the answer for that is because of course you can't just well, she's going to do it anyway, so I'll let her as far as right, no, drinking, I know. partying yeah. at that age. But... I've already told Minnie Shay, I've already told her, like, look, if you, if you are in a situation where people are drinking and you are uncomfortable or, or you end up drinking, mm-hmm. whatever the situation, you pick up the phone and you call me. Right. <laughs> like, I, right. I'm not, no grounded, no nothing. I mean, yeah, we're going to have some serious discussions, right. <laughs> but it's not going to be World War Three, Right. You know, so, um, and, and you know, it's, it's like, it's hard because you don't want to see your kids out doing drugs or drinking or partying and all that stuff. But at the same time, you know how you were and right. you know that there's going to be a stage where they might get, you know, right. do that kind of thing. And I also know that even though... God, some of the dangerous situations I was in, I also know that I was kind of always okay. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, maybe I was somewhere drinking and stuff, but then we like threw up and fell asleep and then yeah. went about our, you know, yeah. it's like, it sucks to think about our kids doing that. And I sure is, my son's only seven right now, so who knows but I how promise you, when it's, that time comes. It, it's going it to come really quick, unfortunately. Yeah, but. I don't know how I'm going to handle that, but yeah. I, okay, I so okay. yeah, you were. Always, I mean, we were always <laughs> okay. Now I feel like even as a teenager, even though I was doing dumb things that I shouldn't have been doing, I've always kind of felt like the protective mom of the group. Yeah, like I always had that like a little bit of sense. Yeah, yeah, and like so. F- yes, we did dumb shit, and yes, we were lucky to be alive. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like for the most part. I tried to at least hold us together a little bit, yeah. like, you know, make sure we're wearing our seatbelts, make sure that I know where my friends are and if they're safe. Like, I always kind of had that mothering instinct. Right. And I don't, I mean, because I started babysitting at 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've I've done the kid thing. And then you worked for a daycare for how many years? 
Oh, uh, a good 10 years on yeah. and off. Yeah. And so that's, so we both had a lot of, I nannied for two girls for mm-hmm. 10 years. And then I also, you know, watch a little girl sometimes now. So I've, there's been a lot of kids that I've been responsible for throughout right. my life, but I always feel like that instinct in me is something that I always kind of had because yeah. I always felt that way with you guys. Yeah. I always felt a mothering, and I think we used to joke about it. <laughs> like, you know, I was kind of like the mom of the group. Yep. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, we definitely did some things. Like, I remember one time, like, we got in a car with some guys and went and skinny dipped out in a lake, and, and I'm like, how did I live through that? Like, <laughs> I'm so, we were so lucky that yeah. we didn't get, like, in some, and, and things were different back in our right. day, though, too, a little bit. Like, I mean, I'm not saying bad stuff didn't happen, because obviously it did, but I feel like now, especially with social media, there's so yeah. many more dangers, like, that you have to really consider. Yeah, it feels so cliche to say it, but it's so true, you know? It, it just is. It is. Everything it, is it's out there. It's totally different, and it's, and, and. And predators can get to you, like, with a quickness these days right. if they want to. You know, they're smart, and they've learned how to to do this stuff without getting caught, a lot of them. Right. So, you know, it's it's scary. Now, thank God that I feel like my daughter has a little bit of sense to her. I do. Yeah. Even though she can give attitude, but I do feel like... She, but I don't feel like she's as street smart as she maybe... You know what I'm saying? That like, makes sense. Like, there's yeah. one thing to be in book smart, and it's a good thing, and, and she is. I mean, yeah. she's excelled. She's got straight A's. She's doing great and all that. But at the same time, I feel like she's kind of naive in the and, naive, other sense, in the street and, sense yeah. type. Like, you know, I want her to at least have a little bit of grit to her, a little bit of knowledge of, right. like, you know, how to survive if you have to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because mommy and daddy aren't always going to be there. Right. And, you know, so it's, it's hard and, you know, so I don't know. It's like, where do you draw the line? Like, where do you, I, I don't know. It's hard. Like how, being a parent is hard. It really and, is. And, 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 and I just want everyone, I want our listeners to know that there is no judgment. Like I get that most of us are just doing the best we can. Um, so I'm not, I'm not one to judge anybody right. now. If you're uninvolved, maybe a little judgment. <laughs> you know, well, I was, it's funny um, to say that because when you were describing, you made the point where it's not always intentional. And I thought that was a good point where sometimes we do judge thinking like, you just don't give a shit. Right. Like really, yeah. you know, mom's going through a deep depression. Right. Or, yeah. You know, absolutely. And absolutely. And, you know, I have seen mental health struggles with my boyfriend mm-hmm. and like I um you know so I can I can definitely and I mean addiction obviously is something right. that we have we're all very close to right yeah. so um so yeah I mean it's I don't know dude it's it's hard to be a parent and I'm not and I know that like obviously we go through our our stuff mm-hmm. everyone goes through their stuff but um you know like I don't know. I, I know that my daughter doesn't have everything in the world, mm-hmm. but I know that I've at least given her the tools to where I feel like she's getting there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where she'll have a little bit of both, I hope, street smart and book smarts. 
she definitely got the books. I was gonna say, spades, yeah, the, the but... street smarts will come because she's yeah. she is so smart and that she's gonna be set up to be she's gonna be a successful person. I, I you know? yeah, I hope so. And and also with her acting, I mean she's involved with like the theater group mm-hmm. of kids and they're not a real rambunctious I mean they're rambunctious, don't get me wrong. They're silly and goofy but, but in a good they're way, not a out right. Way. <laughs> they're not yeah. out doing what we were. At right. That age. Right. They have healthy activities to right. do. Right, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We had one little movie theater. Yeah. Right. I know. We just See, I, and that's and it. that's the th- <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean there was nothing to do when we were growing up mm-hmm. here. And so, um, you know, luckily our kids, it's a little bit different because there are more things to do and Mm -hmm. and stuff. But like, I mean, it, you know, it's, we really, we definitely had to entertain ourselves a lot. And 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 we found interesting ways. We definitely (laughs) did. And I pray that mine doesn't ever, I mean, I know that at some point she might get into a situation like what we were, but I don't think that she's going to be. Yeah. And I don't know about yours either. I mean, what do you think? How? What do you think? I mean, do you think that he's going to... Yeah. Like, we were just talking about you and your significant other do not necessarily agree because he's more of the way, oh, the snowplow parent. Like, mm-hmm. you're getting all the obstacles out of the way for your kid. You're not letting them fall down and get hurt. Or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of stuff. And, and you said, you know, I don't want to raise a pussy. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, and, and that's, you know, and, and it's different. See, it's different with a girl and a boy. I had right, a girl. Right, So, you know, but at the same time, like, I know that if you, if you do, I mean, a boy's got to be able to fall down and skin his knee. And, and right. yeah, I mean. And by no means am I that, you know, I'm super, super soft with the Right, I know you are. I know, there, yeah. But, yeah, I'm not yeah. like, oh, toughen up and walk it no. off or anything. <laughs> No, I know that you but, are also almost but a yeah, snowplow parent. I do. There's a lot that... But there's a line. Yeah. There's and a line. You have to... You can't go so far to where your kid just has no way to get over their navigate, problem. To yeah. navigate. Because, I mean, again, we're not always going to be there. Right. And he's been struggling with that lately. Um, he's actually seeing the school counselor. Oh. Um, because he's he's being really mean to himself. Anytime he messes up or anything, he's like, oh, you've just got the stupidest kid in the world. And I'm like, oh, honey, no. He you says know. that? Yes. Aww. Yeah. And worse things, too. Aww. It's really sad. And it's, <laughs> excuse me. It's really, like, I don't know where he gets it because constantly, like, oh, my God, great job. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Wow, look at how you did that. And so I don't know if some of it is, like, again, I'm very permissive. I don't know if some of it is where he's looking for more boundaries or more... Yeah. Not negativity, but yeah. you know, no, but it's you do. Really you have to set really rules. tough on kids, himself. Yeah, and... kids actually really crave. Like I know that they're not going to say, "I love rules mm-hmm. and I love boundaries," but kids but actually they do. They crave and, it, yeah. and and they they may not know to say it, but sometimes when we don't give them that, the what comes out from that, you know the the symptoms of that is that kind of thing, that kind of self, like, you know, so yeah, that's why it's important to really be kind of in the middle. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're super, super strict, like I said, your kids are going to just become good liars. They're going to rebel. But then if you're super, super permissive, then they don't, 
and and I know this because I had permissive parents, and right. I know. And now, luckily for me, I was always a very good student. I was gonna say you just you naturally. Had I that naturally strive. had that, just like my yeah. daughter naturally has that, but like my brother doesn't. Right. So you know, like, and so I've and for my listeners, my brother has just gotten out of prison. He's been in prison for eight and a half years and is now in a rehab facility. Um, because to do the SAP program because of COVID. He couldn't do the SAP program, the substance abuse program, for those of you who don't know what SAP is. So um, COVID happened while he was inside. So they normally would do that while you're in prison. Oh, right? okay. okay. So, but, but because of COVID, they didn't, he couldn't do that. So now he's having to, to spend do that like separately. Si- yeah, so like six months in a, in a rehab facility. Uh, now, his, his upset about that makes a little was, more sense now. But. So, but at the same time, he went. In, he was a heroin addict. He robbed a bank. He went to prison. Right. So, I, I mean, rehab. I'm sorry. Like, it may not be the most fun thing to do, but right. it's definitely probably not going to hurt you in any way. <laughs> um. So it's you know I would say it's it's a good thing. So, but I mean you know it. So I kind of see the the outcome, the, outcome, the consequences yeah. of what super permissive parenting now at the same time though see i don't know it's hard because i guess since i had it naturally he did not i guess it kind of did. now your son also has a syndrome wait mm-hmm. and so tell our listeners a little bit about that so my son has noonan syndrome it is a genetic disorder um that it can either be passed down or just happen what they call de novo um, and it's just it's kind of hard to explain exactly how it happens, but there's different, um, I want to say levels, different mutations of it. Okay. So different gene mutations of it. His particular is PTN11. Um, Noonan syndrome typically comes with heart conditions, which he's had an open heart surgery. Yeah. Um, short stature, um, some kids have a lot of feeding problems and things like that. Um, he's been lucky where his behavior so far, I don't think, has been affected with it. Okay. Other than he he might have some ADD, which he'll be checked out for. But yeah, at these days, what kid practically doesn't? Yeah, I'm sure the listeners yeah. are rolling their eyes going, oh, I bet he's got ADD, huh? Yeah. But, um, so, but I think because of that, that is a lot of where... The protectiveness from you know well, yeah. my significant I mean, you other. Saw, and... Yeah, I mean you saw him get a heart surgery mm-hmm. at a very young age. How old was he? Like two? Uh, one, no, two? he was five months for the first outpatient procedure that was unsuccessful. Right, and then... and then I think it was he was four or five months for the first one, and then right at six months oh, for wow. the actual okay. open heart surgery. Okay, so the open he heart was, was at tiny six months. baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean I can imagine that that would have some effect on how you know, you would maybe be a little bit overprotective right. and, you know, want to shelter them a little bit more. Right. Um, so, you know, it's hard because like, I remember thinking that your mom, God love her. She's no longer with us. She died when you were, we were seniors. 17. So, yeah. Yeah. So Kim was 17 when she lost her mom in a car accident too. She wasn't sick. It was a tragic yeah. car accident. And, so, but I, and, and I love your mom, 
God love her. I loved your mom. And you know that, like, she actually had a fondness for me, mm-hmm. I think, of all your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember back then, though, like, thinking, man, they are so strict. Like, yeah. she was... And, and and it felt like it was only me out of all of our friends. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all of us kind of had a little bit more permissive parents, mm-hmm. maybe. And, and, yeah, you were the one that, like, you know, we were in the middle of a party and she shows up and is like, yes. I'll never forget Full that. name being called right. out in the middle of the yeah. party. Oh, yeah. dear God. <laughs> I know. That, yeah, that was, that was one for the books. So, but, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I look back at that now and I'm like, you know, she was smart to be. Like, she, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. get it. I mean, I get, now, you know, I do get it. Um, But. You know, so, but, so it's, it's hard, like, you know, and, and a lot of times they say that you turn into your parents, Mm -hmm. but for us, I don't really feel, I mean, there's definitely some traits that I have that I see that I'm like, ah, I'm not, you know, like as great at, but, you know, I feel like I kind of went a little bit more the opposite direction of what my parents did and you did too. So, you know, and I don't, it's weird to think because usually we do kind of turn into our parents Mm -hmm. and in our situations, our parenting styles are very different from, from what our parents were. So, um, you know, I mean, and there's, and, and like I said, in this article that I was reading that I got a lot of this information off of, uh, which by the way, it's a blog, it's like, it's called very well family and it had a lot of good information on it, but as I was reading it and they said, you know, you can be a little bit of this one and a little bit of that one. And mm-hmm. sometimes probably, you know, there's been times where maybe I'm more this one. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, it just kind of depends on what you're going through in your life. And I know, and, and honestly, COVID was really hard. So like when she was home from school, like, so she's been really like when she's in school, she's super focused, does great. When we were doing the, the computer, the home, the virtual mm-hmm. school thing and her school kept going in and out. So right. she didn't have any kind of consistency right. like some of the other counties, some of the other counties, they went out and they stayed out. But our County, it was, she was in sometimes then she would go right back to school. So it was it, several, a couple of different times. And so when she was doing the computer, the virtual school, she was not doing yeah, good That's what all. I've heard from a lot. I was lucky that was he wasn't bad. in school yet when, it was well, bad like yeah, that. So yeah, that's a good thing. I got to miss out on all that mess. Yeah. But I've heard that from a lot of parents. It was it's... bad. Like, she was like, I mean, I've, I, w- she, I would straight up say, hey, have you done, you know, did you get on your class today? Yes, mom. Did you do your work today? Yes, mom. And then I would find out at the end of the week she'd not been on any of her <gasps> classes and not had not done hardly wow, any of her work. That's yeah, unlike her. Very unlike <laughs> her. It was very unusual. Wow. And you got to think, she was going through, I mean, she was kind of going through her little change mm-hmm. into, you know, becoming growing a up, teenager. becoming a, yeah. a preteen. Yeah. And, like, that whole thing happened, like, during COVID. Right. And so that's, what, yeah, like, at 10, I mean, it was right around 10 and right when the COVID thing happened. I mean, it was it was a mess here. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hot mess. She was a hot mess. Now, luckily, like I said, she's starting to, you know, even out from that and everything's gotten back to normal now. Um, but yeah, she was, it, she was very much not like herself. Yeah. It was the total opposite of what she normally is. And I was like, what is this? I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> Who is this yes, person? It was yeah. crazy. Cause she went from being such a, 
a sweet, well-adjusted little girl, even though her biological father is shit and hasn't been (laughs) in her life. Um, Luckily, my boyfriend has kind of stepped in at a good time to give her that male. Right. But, um, yeah, she, (laughs) dude, she she definitely turned into someone that she is not. And so I'm glad to kind of see her coming out of that because that was really rough. Yeah. And that was really rough on me because, like, I can have something wrong with me all day and I'll get through it. But to see your child hurting, hurting, like, that is... And And knowing what her potential is, too, it's really hard to see that suddenly fall off. Yeah, it was rough. It was really rough. Um, yeah, so we went through some serious, serious turmoil here during that whole period. Um, but like I said, luckily we're out of that and kind of on the other side of it. And, you know, she's starting to care about her appearance again and starting to want, I mean, she got to the point where she didn't even want to leave the house. Like she, like, I mean, it's, it was crazy. I would be like, dude, get up and go somewhere. Like your friends are inviting you or whatever. We need to get you out of the house. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that that's another, you know, like thing that our kids had to go I mean we never had to go through anything right. like that like, right I mean the worst I can think of is like a, a week snow day because it snowed yeah a couple feet which away. was awesome unless right. like you couldn't right. get out with your friends right. or something yeah as a teenager. <laughs> yeah luckily I remember when that happened when the when the big snowstorm happened in middle school I remember like one of my other best friends was snowed in with me and that was fantastic yep. <laughs> didn't have to do it alone but could you imagine like for two years almost no, like being at back home without that, your friends oh my and, god it's easy it was easy as an adult who kind of had freedom to be like eh, it can't be that bad but no yeah I really gosh because I never wanted to be home clearly I had strict parents so right I never wanted to be at home right when I was a teenager yeah yeah, it was Ooh. it was not pleasant, and and you know, and she couldn't do her acting thing either, really, and so that kind of, cause she's very, you know, good at that, and yeah. that's something that keeps her, you know, occupied, occupied and focused, and, focused yeah. and. So yeah, I know that a lot of the parents out there can totally sympathize with that because COVID was really rough on a lot of our kids, and and I know that. Uh, hopefully your kids are starting to come out of it and come back to normal. I know that there's probably a lot of situations where it's it's just messed them up, you know, like, and I just pray that everyone can, you know, get past all that and hopefully come out on the other side with, you know, a good healthy kid, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and not have so much emotional turmoil because that really is something that it was, it was rough. It it, It was was rough for them. And hopefully it becomes a sense of unity, like, for their generation yeah. at some point. Yeah. You know, of course, we all remember 9-11. Oh, my God. Columbine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we all di- we all have different struggles, but that, I feel like, for, for kids who are old enough, like you said, you were mm-hmm. lucky and yours wasn't even in school yet. So, right. thank God for that. But, and the, but I know in those situations, a lot of the times I saw that it was really hard on the parents in those situations because you're a kid, the, you've got a young kid at home. You're all, all the, the time, time. <laughs> all the time. Like, yeah, and we lived that... in an apartment, an upstairs oh, apartment yeah. with those delightful yeah. neighbors downstairs. Oh my gosh, I could not and... even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't, uh, luckily we were in the house yeah. that we bought before. It so. was like right before, wasn't it? We bought Almost. our house right before, yeah. right before COVID. Like it, 
yeah, we were not here that long before COVID happened. So luckily, um, but yeah, I can't even imagine being one of the parents with like just toddlers and just babies and mm-hmm. you, just, you can't go anywhere. I would have pulled my hair out. <laughs> like, um, cause I remember when McKenna was that age, we would, we would go all the time. Somewhere, like yeah. we would go and you know, so, you know, that was, but whatever. Anyways, so we'll, we'll get past that one. But so anyway, so yeah, kids all, we all have our own thing, but I think, you know, this last few years has definitely been way different of a struggle. Been trying. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I know that, you know, like if, I mean, I don't know how it couldn't, but if you've got mental health struggles, like a pandemic on top of that, kids on top of that, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like all that stress and like that, I mean, I just, I'm lucky that I don't suffer from depression or anxiety My boyfriend does, so I've had to watch him, but I thank God don't, but I can't even imagine, Yeah, like, the moms that do have that, and then to have COVID and just everything in the house, and, oh, a lot, it would be so, a yeah, a lot, so, um, so I, I think we're going to wrap it up here today, I've had a really good conversation with you, I'm glad you came, and yeah. we're hoping to do this weekly, so uh, we won't be talking about the same. Like I said in my first one, I want to do a good mixture of topics. Um, and I feel like we've done that so far. And I feel like we will do that. But obviously parenting is a big one for both of us. Right. Anyone who's a parent knows how hard it is. I don't want you to think that we're judging any parents. Like I said, it's not no judgment. I know that you know no parent is perfect. That is the truth. And we are all just doing the best we right. can to get by. So... Um, but if hopefully maybe you've heard something that that helped you today, maybe helped you, you know, oh, well, I didn't ever think of it that way. You know, so someone who's never done psychology or taken care right. of kids the way that we have might not know these things. Right. So that's why, you know, I, I'm glad to talk about this kind of thing because being a parent is hard and you're always questioning whether you're doing it right. I mean, and you always. don't ever get to turn it off. And like you it's never, right. It's, exactly. It's <laughs> a hundred percent all yeah. the time. So you know, like you always have that worry and, and, and that, so, you know, I hope that, but I hope that something we've said has helped you today. Hopefully maybe if you're super permissive and, you know, maybe you need to put a little bit more boundaries and rules in place, or if you're super strict, maybe kind of soften it up, soften a, little it up a little bit and think about their feelings and, you know, cause like, if, I mean, while you shouldn't just be worried about your kids' feelings, you should be worried about they them. Do obviously, they do matter. Yeah. yeah, they do matter. And so, you it is really all about being kind of in the middle and and having the best of both worlds is right. kind of find a good way to look balance. at it. You've got to find a balance, right? Just with anything, like with anything in life, you have to have a balance, a good balance. And I feel like with parenting, a good balance is to have a little bit of both, and and just to understand that while kids may not know this they do need rules they do need boundaries they they crave that kind of thing but you can't go too far the other way like I I think I told I told um I said I know we said we're wrapping up but one more thing a friend of my daughter's and like her okay so her mom and Mm -hmm. I have kind of been texting back and forth and I think that she's a little bit more on the not, I don't want to say strict, mm-hmm. but just like, um, 
I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like she gives her a lot of grief, maybe. Okay. Not, not grief, but, like, you know, she, she went out without her jacket. And I, you know. And so, basically, I told her at one point, I said, pick and choose your battles. Yeah. It, that yeah. is such she'll an important... She'll be cold or she'll borrow one. Right. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I had to learn that the hard way. Because, yeah. like, I have a kid that is never cold. Right. For, coming from me, who I'm I'm always cold. So, you know, and it was hard for me. But you know what? If she walks out and she's cold, whatever. That's right. her decision. She's old enough now. She can make that decision on her own. And she needs to learn. Right. And the mom was like, you know, you're right. That is kind of, like... And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know I'm right. Yes, I do. Like, you know, like, I mean, so I was like, you know, like, I feel like you're putting more strife on yourself because that's going to create conflict. Right. Like those little tiny put on a jacket. I don't like what you're wearing. Well, you know what? If it has to do with what they're wearing, if they want to express themselves, Maybe. I mean, God knows we were dressed awful <laughs> and our parents did. I mean, they let us. Yeah. We went through the grunge era, and and we did it. <laughs> we did it all <laughs> the way. It big, and but I mean that's just the kind of thing you got to kind of pick and choose your right. battles, and that kind of thing. At the end of the day, what it your kid doesn't wearing really matter. It just yeah. doesn't really matter. So, like, kind of if you're a little bit on the more strict side, and and you're arguing with your teenager, and you f- like really just step back and look and say. Is this really important? Is this one really worth Is this worth one it? really yeah. worth the argument, the strife? Because if it's not, if it's like about their clothes or or whatever, like something dumb like that, then just step back yeah. and let them make the mistake. Yeah. Let them. They'll feel silly in a right. few months when the trend changes anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let, yeah. Let them learn from their mistakes some. And maybe that will help you as a parent not be so... Um, just in need of control it, yeah of control i think is yeah and that's and that's a hard thing for me because i'm a controlling oh Lord, person me too like I'm, yeah i'm yeah and i'm and i'm a very i mean i'm very i like what i like and i you know and i'm and i'm very open about mm-hmm. and i'm blunt but at the same time you know you kind of have to as a parent just step back a little bit and realize that you cannot control everything, everything. Yeah. like you'll it's drive just yourself crazy. you will you'll drive yourself crazy Find a friend to bounce it off of right <laughs> exactly and then because honestly like if you are going to constantly do that to your kid your kid is going to end up resenting you absolutely and they're going to pull away and they're going to be like oh my god mom sucks yep i don't want to be around her like, so I really had to try and, like, ease up. Like, a couple of times my daughter in the last couple of years said that I was mean. And I was like, wow, am I mean? Aww. And so I had to kind of, like, step back. But I think what she meant by that was strict. Right. And and you, you told me no. <laughs> right. I know. Right? Like, God forbid right. a mom tells their kid no. But, no, I mean, it... But when teenage, I mean, that's kind of the, what happens. Sometimes it like, does hit you and you go, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Am I? Right. Right. Yes. Is there something I can ease up on? Or is there something that I need to maybe not ease up on? Mm-hmm. You know, and you really kind of have to look at the big picture. Like, is this important to their development? Is this important to their health? Right. You know, that's the kind of thing that people need to be worried about. But the rest of it, like... If it's causing you problems, let it go. Yeah. I mean, let it go. It's really not, you know, I mean, whether she puts a jacket on 
you know, it's not the end of the world. Right. Like, what, she's going to get cold? Like, I mean, the worst possible scenario I could think of is, like, the zombie apocalypse breaks out when <laughs> she's out without jacket her jacket. Again. And that she can't ever terrible. find her jacket. See, that's but... where my brain goes, too. So I'm like, I better be prepared for all of us, for the whole family, for every outing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? It, it, it's... You never know. But that's my role in the group, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's okay. I mean, it's okay to, you know. But at the same time, like I said, it, it is okay, especially, and you will learn this as your son gets older. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, you have to just kind of, like, let them make their mistakes. Yeah. Let them do what they're going to do. Because if they don't, they're never going to learn. Right. And and that's, and that's a, and when, okay, if I were to ask you, what did you learn the most from in your life? It's the things that you made mistakes with, probably. Usually, yeah. You know, yeah. like, our mistakes are what actually form us as humans. Mm-hmm. And and does it suck to go through bad things? For of sure. Course. Of yeah. course it does. But life is not perfect. Right. And it's not going to ever be perfect for anybody. So in order, to, like, for you to, like, be raising your child as if they're never going to have any obstacles in front of them. Oh, honey, it's okay. I solved this problem for you. Mm-hmm. I did this for you. I did that for you. Well, what the hell are they going to do when mommy's not around? Right. They're, they're not, they're not going to have the tools that they need to, to function. Do, to function. <laughs> and that's a scary thought. And, you know, I, honestly, I'm seeing in the society around us, like, I mean, it's getting kind of scary out there, honestly. Like, I'm looking at, like, the divisions in our country yeah. between the far left and the far right. And, like, black and white. And just all these divisions. These divisions are all happening. And I'm seeing all this stuff. And I'm seeing, like, the world kind of, I hate to say this, but kind of going to shitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, in order to for me to really... Like, think, I mean, is my kid going to have the tools to, like, survive right. the bullshit that she's going to have to live through? Right. I hope so. But, I mean, I hate to say this, but I feel like her generation and your son's generation, mm-hmm. they're going to have a lot of big problems. It's going to be a hard way to go, That I think. That we, unfortunately, have put them in mm-hmm. and... and that's a whole More other topics, episode, and yeah. we are definitely going to... In fact, I think we might talk about this one next, like the whole pollution thing yeah. and the fact that we, as a as a world, aren't doing enough about it. Right. And we are about to put our kids down enough, like flush them down a toilet that they're not going to be able to get out of right. if we don't hurry up and make a change. A toilet full of microplastics. And I, yeah, <laughs> a microplastic. Yeah, I mean, they've already seen that, like, babies and, and people actually are having microplastics, like, inside them. Like, right. we're becoming plastic. We're cutting down all our trees. What the hell are they going to breathe? Yeah. They're not, not going to have any air to breathe. It's just... So, yeah, I think that I really... I think that's our next topic okay. for next week because... I mean, it, it, it just, it's, it's the jacket won't matter much by that point. No, it won't. (laughs) None of it's going to matter if like, if we don't hurry up and do something about it, like, you know, all these money, all the, the money that we spend on our kids, the college education we're worried about. Well, guess what people, if we don't do something about our earth, none of that shit's going to matter. Right. Like (laughs) our kids are going to be fucked. So, I mean, but that's next week's topic. So we're going to end here. Uh, I had a lot of fun with you today. I really enjoyed talking good. to you. Good. Okay, nice. good. Good, good, good. And I hope our listeners enjoy it. Um, again, my 
uh, the email is touche81 at gmail.com. So that's T-O-O-S-H-E-A at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments on our show or any kind of parenting, whatever, anything, please share it with us. We'd love to hear it. Um, And much love to you all till next week. See you later, guys. Bye.